Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, March 2nd. Stocks are sending their losses from yesterday. So you have S&P futures down 24 points. That's about 60 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down 100 points. That's about 84 basis points. Dow futures are flat. Um, Dow futures are flat just because of Salesforce.com. So Salesforce is up 15% on earnings. Um, Earnings and a lot of other news that they unveiled last night. I have details on the piece. Salesforce is a member of the Dow, and remember, the Dow is a price-weighted index, so it's the only reason the Dow is outperforming is just because of that quirk in the way it's weighted with Salesforce. So continued losses this morning for U.S. equities. Major European indices are trading down about 50 to 70 basis points. Um, underperformance in tech. Tech is down about 1.7% in Europe, and then banks also are lagging down about a percent and a half. You're seeing outperformance in Europe and some of your safer haven groups. So real estate, healthcare, telecom staples, energy is also trading well in Europe. Um, and then Asia was generally um, red across the board. The Nikkei finished about flat. The Hang Seng fell 90 basis points. Um, Shanghai Comp also was about flat. So, you know, I think stocks really, since going back to that January jobs report, um, you know, about a month ago at this point, it's been a constant barrage of hot economic data and then upward repricing in yields, upward repricing in Fed tightening expectations. And that's continuing. So you have um, this morning at 5 a.m., you had a firm Eurozone CPI number. That's not terribly shocking, just given that you had hot regional figures out of Germany yesterday and then Spain and France on Tuesday. Um, But still, continued overshooting in inflation and growth indications. So Eurozone CPI this morning, you had the U.S. manufacturing ISM yesterday, specifically the prices paid part of that ISM rose back above 50 for the first time in several months. Um, You had the blowout China PMIs, which many people are worried will be inflationary eventually. Um, Going back to last week, you had the the PCE for the U.S. So um, it's kind of this continued cycle of, of yields and Fed expectations marching higher, stocks marching lower. Um, and the question is kind of what will break this cycle? Um, you know, unfortunately, I think the the earliest that's going to happen is with the jobs report next Friday. Um, you know, so ideally, you start to see a cooling in in labor momentum. I think you're seeing a lot of evidence of that taking place. It's just a question of again, when will this show up in the government figures? You are going to get to services ISM tomorrow. Um, that could shed some more light. If you were to see the prices paid piece of the services ISM sink, that obviously would be a relief. Um, and you also do have Powell testifying next week. Um, you know, I think just given that we're waiting for the big February economic numbers to hit and they're not going to arrive until after Powell testifies, I don't know really um, how the message from the Fed is going to shift dramatically. I will say that if you kind of parse the words of Fed officials, they really are not talking up dramatically the dots from where they stood in December. So I think it's kind of safe to say you are going to get a higher dot on the 22nd for the cycle ceiling, but it doesn't sound like it's going to move up dramatically. So to the extent Powell conveys that message, suggesting again, emphasizing the length of the ceiling rather than the height of it, suggesting that they're going to be hiking rates, not too much above what they had outlined further, but keeping that in place for a very long time, well into 2024. Um, that's a message markets um, you know, maybe would be happy with at this point in time. But um, again, it's just, I think a big problem right now is you just have nothing to break this cycle of higher yields, lower prices. Um, we're going to have to wait at least a few more days for that to happen. So that's kind of the big picture of what's occurring this morning. 
Um, you know, markets were for sale before that Eurozone CPI hit at 5 a.m. So we can't really blame that. It's just, again, this cycle of hot data, higher yields, um, and then and then depressed stocks. So that's the big macro theme. Um, you know, I will say too that you still have this kind of China overhang in the market as well. Um, the fear that China is going to start ramping up weapon shipments to Russia, and that's going to spur sanctions from the U.S. and Europe. Um, you know, sanctions that would be economically crippling is the concern. Now, I continue to think China is very wary of um, of setting its economy back. It's clearly right now focused on um, domestic economic growth. So I don't think it's going to take a huge step um, and really start to provide massive lethal products to Russia. However, you know, they could increase dual use product sales, um, specifically drones, and it's unclear kind of the reaction that would have from uh, in Washington or Brussels. So that's another overhang. Um, it's primarily yields, but there's also the China sanctions risk in the background. Um, so I already covered Salesforce. That's the big company specific news. You also did have this Tesla analyst meeting last night. Now for Tesla itself, it was really nothing um, that's going to shift the near-term narrative. There was a lot of hope that they would talk more about a new auto model, a mass market model that would sell for 25000 They didn't. Um, however, there are a lot of implications as far as what Tesla said about certain technological developments down the road. Um, and I have more details in the piece, but what they said is weighing on a lot of semiconductor stocks in Europe about shifting to in-house technology for um, a specific component. So check out the piece for more details on that. You got a lot more earnings out of the US last night. You had a bunch in Europe this morning. I have details on those as well. For the calendar today, um, you know nothing really too dramatic on the macro front. Um, you are going to get a couple of Fed speakers. You do have ECB minutes, um, and then it's more earnings. So before the open, you have Best Buy, um, Big Lots, Burlington, Kroger, Macy's. After the close, Avago, Costco, Dell, HP Enterprises, Nordstrom's, Marvel, Zscaler, Victoria's Secret. Um, and that is everything for today, Thursday, March 2nd. Thank you for listening.